Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Welcome to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, you can, I'm, I'm going straight in with the socials before Adam reminds me 10 minutes later. Uh, you can follow us on the socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at WatchNeighbor. You can subscribe to our Patreon for just £1 a month. You can get the unedited ad-free versions of this podcast. Not Adam-free, just ad-free. Just no adverts. Just no, no ad, not me telling you about Anchor. That, that's worth a pound alone, just not me telling you about Anchor. I'd pay a pound not to listen to you talk at all. So <laughs> that would be fine. <laughs> uh so yes we do have adam with us today all right and we have tim as well hello <laughs> that was so <laughs> so you you so sound like you don't want to be here tim's had a love uh, and we've i've just ruined it for him i just i, I was thrown this is how relaxed i am today i was thrown because you went to adam first it's a while since you've been to you went to adam first and we, I was listening to last episode in the car the other day, and it's just, it's weird. No one's going to understand if they just pick one podcast out, what you get in, you having this pause when I, all Adam has done is gone, all right, <laughs> you just have this pause and piss yourself laughing, but no one's going to know why. I imagine people say that about a lot of things on this podcast. Have you got a few new listeners to the podcast this week then, Tim, if you've had it on? In the car, what what did what did people make of it? Were they were they shocked? Were they appalled? Are these people that you I'll now since then no longer want to speak to you? What what are we talking here? My mum likes it. Your mum likes it. Yeah. Holy shit! That's the best. That's the the, the best endorsement I could ever have hoped for. Fuck! Fuck! Getting a war. Yeah. Put that on like the little poster now. Tim's mum likes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just Adam's little speech on. Like, oh, let's let's not let's not overdo it now. Let's not try to keep it awake and let's not try to save it. Let's just celebrate it and enjoy the ending. And my mum was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Adam, Adam is good at speeches. I, I, you know what? I like. I don't even think that was one of my best ones, guys. I feel I feel like that was just <laughs> just an off the cuff kind of little comment. So. Did, did she not watch Pedo Watch then? Or did she not listen to that? <laughs> we didn't get that far. <laughs> no. Do you think her opinion will change? change? From the jingle alone, everything around it's funny and entertaining. From the jingle alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. For anyone who's only listening to the podcast and hasn't heard our Patreon conversation, yeah. Adam and I have only just, for the very first time, heard the Pedo Watch jingle. It's bad enough that it exists at all, but it's also <laughs> awful. <laughs> I mean, Pedo Watch has been going for about five, six weeks now, and you've only just got around to listening to it. And only, you didn't have a jingle every week, though, surely. Yeah, maybe not the first week, but I think second or third week, I was like, this needs a jingle. I don't generally like listening to the podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like, I, I imagine it's like, I don't know, maybe George Clooney doesn't like watching his films. <laughs> well, a bit like that like do you like it's, it's not always nice watching yourself because you spot the things that you do wrong don't you 
it, but this is different because I spot the things I do wrong, but then the things that you do wrong as well, and it really fucking grates on me. So I can't, I can't <laughs> fucking listen to it. <laughs> That's fair, by the way. If Jay had done that, we'd point it out. Adam just compared himself to George Clooney. <laughs> nah, he was Ryan Reynolds the week before. We've done that many a time. <laughs> I'm all right with that comparison. I'm all right with that. But yes, there, there are there are Bill Cosby documentaries with less sinister jingles. That's that's, <laughs> that's where similar. we're at with. Yeah, you can imagine it on one of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, as I said before, it's like a true crime podcast. That's all true crime podcast theories. Play sinister music, and somebody goes, "Peter, watch in the background." <laughs> are they just talking? Just that tone it just wasn't what it I, wasn't what either of us were expecting. Hmm. They'll talk about something really mundane and it's right. So he went into the kitchen and opened the drawers. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Holy shit, should I start a true crime podcast? I imagine you could definitely do one. <laughs> do it so. by, by yourself, though, this one. We believe in you. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to start a true crime podcast. I don't care. Do it. <laughs> There's plenty of crime about these days. So yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> so uh, carrying on with the Neighborhood Rewatch podcast, and uh, stay tuned for the uh, the true crime podcast coming soon. I need a decent name for it though. I'll try and think one in in the meantime. The name always comes first. Those are the best ideas. The name comes first. Uh, I actually had a really good idea for a podcast name yesterday. I just don't know what the podcast would be about. Brilliant. <laughs> Do you want to know the name? Do you want to know the name? What? It's already stupid. <laughs> uh, the name of the podcast would be Everything's a Sandwich. But I just don't know what. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to do. What? <laughs> I feel like people are going to real when they listen to this episode, they're going to know it was a Sunday. And <laughs> some of us didn't want to be here, and, and some others are just lost the plot completely. I think hey, it's the weekend, baby. This is this is my this is my Saturday. Just like I was, I was mind worked. Like, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. This is the weekend. This is my Saturday. Why can't today be your fucking Sunday if it's the weekend, you dickhead? <laughs> because I don't have a normal job like normal people, like you two normal people who work Monday to Friday. I work every other Saturday. And, and Or every other Saturday. Uh, so, like, normally your first day off of the week is Saturday. Whereas right. mine is the Sunday, hence why my Sunday is my Saturday. And Easter is Christmas and up is down. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives you a little insight into how my mind works. <laughs> you didn't want that insight, did you? Uh, right, no, I'm going to start talking. Most about people writing shit on their prison walls, but you've made this fucking podcast for all your <laughs> inane shit. If, I, if I ever did get put in like an insane asylum, I would just be doing a constant podcast in my padded cell. In your head. In my head. Making up the jingles and everything. 
you think maybe there's a very slight chance that you're in a padded cell right now and you're just imagining me and Tim. <laughs> How fucked up does his imagination have to be to come up with us? Like, that's I, 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 just, I just feel a bit sorry for him if that was the case. <laughs> Maybe this is how all this podcast will all end. It's just, it pulls back and it's just in like a little snow globe and it's just me playing with it. Maybe that's how Neighbours will end. Because, uh, yeah, Neighbours news, still ending, unfortunately. Uh, no news. I'm going to do that every week now till it ends. Yeah. It <laughs> still ending. <laughs> yeah, no news this week. People are still trying to save it, which is... Yeah, it's that to annoy me now. No, it's... They're passionate about it. Apparently, something that's really big has gone down this week in Neighbours. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we've got loads of... We like we picked up loads of followers from all the whole Save Neighbours stuff. But, like, I go on my... I, I go on the podcast social media things, and apparently some... They've had, like, a little trip out to the lake this week. Like, a load of characters and some shit's gone down. I haven't really looked, because uh, why would I? But, yeah, <laughs> they've had a little trip. Not like that shit trip that they did that time, and then Joel got stuck underneath the car. Uh, it sounds like some more stuff's gone down. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually one day. We'll get there in 22 years, something like that. Horrifying. <laughs> Tim's got a face like I can't do another 22 fucking minutes of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the episode we have watched uh, is episode yeah. 1598. Uh, now we've had a bit of a gap since the last episode, so uh, and unfortunately, this is only of, well for us, isn't it? Yeah, this is uh, very is not come very a very good time to be honest, because most of the storylines that we have been covering over season three have now ended, <laughs> <laughs> and a whole oh, new no. bunch of storylines have started. But don't worry, don't worry, I've got you covered because we've got a brand new segment. Well, it's not brand new. It's a return of an old friend, but it's going to have a jingle, so don't worry. Is it, it right? If, it's if story time right. with JK. Uh... <laughs> it's story time with JK. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't mind this, because I, I would like to know what I've missed, but first of all, if you're doing a segment that requires a jingle, you now, by law, have to play the jingle to me and Tim first before you put it on the actual podcast. Oh, Can you not just trust second, the process? Trust second it. part of that rule, you actually have to listen to us when we tell you it's shit. <laughs> I, thought you'd have, I thought you'd have more trust in me by this point. No. <laughs> Come here. I, I just I I want to point out as well. Go on. He said in the, the WhatsApp group, don't worry, I've got something planned. All he's got planned is something that was fucking boring the last time we ended up only watching one really fucking desert island isolated episode that had nothing to do with anything within 100 episodes on either side. It was basically just a podcast where the three of us sit around and listen to him talk for 20 minutes. It was universally hated by everyone. It was, that, that it was, was a very underperforming episode. Big, but don't worry, yeah, exactly. it's now got a jingle. That's that your big save idea. <laughs> Tim, your mum would hate this. 
<laughs> that's the definition of madness right trying something over and over again expecting to get a different result right i i am sure i have said that to you about a job b wife and c <laughs> a lot of other things <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up some of these storylines for you. Go for it. <laughs> I don't just gave a lot like, yeah, still didn't listen, you just carry on doing what there you go. want. Yeah, of course it's happening. Strap yourself in, get on with it. Why Strap not? yourself on. Uh so the sooner you start, the sooner it'll be over. Go for it. <laughs> so the, the Sandy Swimmer storyline. Uh of course, we never met Sandy Swimmer. We didn't see her. Uh Adam boldly predicted that it's Toadie. Uh well, we get Lance, the day after the uh, the no show of the uh, the debate, he gets some flowers from Sandy Swimmer, and Lance is fuming. He can't believe it, uh, and he so he goes on Uni Radio and says, "I'm going to confront Sandy Swimmer. I'm going to I'm going to confront her face to face." And Tony goes, "Don't need to, mate. It was me all along. It was Tony. Adam correctly guessed it was Tony all along." Uh, Toadie then gave some sort of reason why he did this. It apparently, was to push Lance for for change and for better policies. Uh, but Lance obviously did not take this very well. Uh, and then he has an argument with Toadie. So Toadie goes, "Well, do, do you know what? Fuck yeah, I'm going to stand anyway." Uh, he does stand for Uni Rep, and he wins. And that's the end of that storyline. Uh, it's never mentioned again. He wins it. Lance is a bit sore about it. Uh, and Toadie does no work for it. There we go. That's kind of like a bad guy winning scenario, isn't it? I don't know why why they've done that. That's... Yeah. Next. Next. Uh, Carl Corkace. Big storyline. Big storyline. So, of course, Glenda's unsure about what to do, but she's scared of Murray. There's been hints of physical violence, that he's a violent man. Joe Scully's had to get involved. He didn't want to, but he had to. Uh, and it gets to the day of the court case. Carl and Susan are outside. And then across the across the, across the the court, they see Glenn, Glenda and Murray. Uh, and, they, and they try talking to Glenda one last time, one last time, but Murray intercepts and then starts like physically shaking Glenda. So you, you have to go through with this. You have to go through with this. Uh, and then they get to the court and then the judge comes in or whatever, whatever they have in Australia. I'm sure they have judges. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the, I don't know how the criminal system works in Australia. They're like judge, like a judge is kind of like a known thing across the world though, isn't it? It's like, that's why, you say, that's why you say like, there's the phrase like of judging someone because those people are called judges and are like known to be judges. I don't know. I, I like as well how he's he's so he's trying to he's nervous that he's not being quite specific about this one word even though you say judge it could be whatever the equivalent is but we get what you're talking about yeah other things you just completely make up and it's bollocks but you're fine with that <laughs> you can't remember a certain detail so you just insert something that's not real i think this was because he was worried because he's because it was almost an Australia fact, wasn't it? He, he, was, he, he didn't want to mess up like an Australian thing. Well, it is the one weak link of my Australia fact knowledge is the legal system. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to do some research and find out a bit more about the legal system. 
Uh, I'll do that for the podcast next week. Just a bit more research. Just learn just a bit more all research. of Australian law. Yeah, I'll learn. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I'll be. I'll become an expert by next week. Don't worry. <laughs> I, no, I reckon, but. By next week, you're going to start the podcast and be like, I could be an Australian lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it gets to the case. And then the judge or the Australian equivalent of judge says, case dismissed. And I I, I imagine he does the the knocking thing as well. Where do you go? The knocking thing. Yeah, that thing with the hammer. Goes, case dismissed. So he says that straight away. They are walking. He says, case dismissed. That's the end of that. Yep, uh, Glenda has decided... There's no, there's no like, like, I don't know, debate about this in the courtroom or anything. It's just literally, no. they all walk in, they all sit down, he says, case dismissed, and they all walk out again. Yeah, Glenda has withdrew her suing, or whatever it is. She was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has withdrew her suing. She, she has withdrawn her... Her malpractice lawsuit. Um, she has withdrew her suing. She has withdrew her suing. Uh, Carl and Susan are absolutely oh. ecstatic. Uh, they're so happy with it. Uh, so apparently it was uh, Lynn who's talked around in the end, and probably the violent shaking from Mori as well. Uh, that's turned around to decide that she doesn't want to sue an innocent doctor. So Carl is a free man. And uh, Joe and Lynn come round after to say, like, congratulations, and we're really happy for you. And this is the best. This is the best uh, conclusion to story possible. Carl agrees to get his hair cut by Lynn as a thank you. What a nice ending! Hang on, but like, line. but do, doesn't she only do women? <laughs> nope, she does men as well. What? What does this mean? And Carl gets his hair cut by Lynn. What a nice ending! And that's the that was your funniest moment in the entire neighbor season so far. <laughs> The fact that someone would ask if they did that. So it's nice that it's almost come full circle. Uh, oh, yeah, I For bet you it was made up with that. Yeah, I was really happy when I read that. Uh, see, I had to do a lot of reading on this. There was about 15, 16 episodes of storylines that I had to read up on. Uh, maybe I should give out a shout to the website that I use. Let me have a look now. Uh, oh, fucking hell, I can't work the Have a look now on a, on a live <laughs> recording. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, it's... Neighborsepisodes.com. Thank you very much, Neighbors Episodes. I feel like that's that's the most obvious name for a, that website as well that you surely <laughs> could have remembered. What website did I use to look up those Neighbors episodes? Hmm. Oh, no, I'd better look, at, look this up. Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighborhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Should we carry on with the podcast? So... The next, the storyline I want to conclude now. Uh, it's the, been the biggest storyline of season three. Uh, it is another segment. That's right. It's a segment inside a segment. It's Pedo Watch. <laughs> I 
Peter Watch. With any luck, what you have just heard is a new improved jingle. What I'm most like, what I am expecting though, is the same terrifying jingle. <laughs> I might make a new jingle because I need to make a jingle for the storyline for with JK one. So I might, I might go and make two new jingles. Why not? In for a penny, in for a pound. I, I get in so much trouble. I get in trouble for for not being funny, and yet. You, you've so far missed the point of that jingle. <laughs> we're, we're talking about something really dark and horrible in a funny way. <laughs> the joke is already taken care of. Don't, don't like just like invite a like a victim to interview on the podcast. That's not the point. <laughs> and, and stop making these true crime references. It's not true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it pedo watch. This is awesome. In my head, pedo watch <laughs> has always been like a game show, <laughs> not a fucking true crime. Because that's why we go right. What we're saying, pedo or no pedo? Like it's it's a joke. It's a like it's that little game. I was expecting like da 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 da. It's pedo or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> pedo watch. P -p -p pedo watch. I don't know anything else other than what you did. All right, I will come up with a new jingle, uh, which is going to be a shame, really, because... Do you I... want me to see if there are any former neighbours actresses who would be interested... <laughs> in saying those two words. In, in doing us a bit of a jingle. <laughs> I'm OK, thank you. Doing, that'd be, that's a very nice offer, but... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a shame that I'm going to make a new jingle because... Unfortunately, this is going to be the last ever pedo watch. Good. <laughs> because both of these these two pedo storylines have been wrapped up. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to see it, but don't worry. I get to recount it to you right now because this segment is a segment inside the segment. That segment being story time with JK. So it's kind of like Inception. You've seen that film, right? Where they go like dreams inside dreams inside dreams and no just tell us what happened <laughs> with the fucking pedos right no i i i need i need to understand sorry adam just i'm, I'm confused so, <laughs> right so so we're we're a segment within a within a segment mm -hmm. a segment within a dream <laughs> within a podcast within a podcast within a side pod within a back pod within a podcast within a fucking nightmare <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna give it to you two. Who do you want to hear about first, Posty Pete or Damon? Damon's Both the at the one. same time. <laughs> Damon's that I hadn't said Damon first, so so Damon. Uh, so after Mich Michelle's got a bit off him because she, she found out about the drink driving, so she's only she's not been to see him, but she's only been emailing him. Uh, so they've been emailing a bit back and forth, and Damon's been a bit. Uh, Bianca apparently quote, and uh, I've read this quote off uh, neighborsepisodes.com. Uh, apparently, the emails that he's sending Michelle are a bit creepy. Apparently, he's very desperate for Michelle to come back around again, and he hates that uh, because of what he did that she doesn't want to be his friend anymore. Uh, Michelle goes to Tess for advice and asks what she should do, but then Tess is still in a bit of funk about a dead husband. So she's like, oh, 
maybe you should forgive him. Uh, I wish I'd forgive my dead husband for what he did. Um, so Michelle goes to visit him. Uh, and while she's at the front door, she doesn't just walk in this time. She just kind of, she kind of knocks on the front door and he opens it. Uh, there's a dog that tries to attack Michelle. But Damon comes out of the house. Let's not forget he's got agoraphobia. He comes out of the house and saves Michelle from this dog attack. Is he stark bollock naked swinging all around? <laughs> that is unconfirmed. Uh, so imagine that scene however you will. Uh, I just did. But then he's, he, I, <laughs> I don't know what he does. I'm assuming he beats the dog. I don't know. Oh, why? why? That's worse than the pedo in. God damn it, man. You can't be trusted to do anything. <laughs> I'm assuming he beats the dog, he says, while shrugging and giggling to himself. Fucking hell. Well, I don't know. He managed to get this. Uh, this dog is attacking Michelle. And People like dogs more than kids. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets this dog off Michelle. Uh, but then he realises he's outside. And then has a, he's like, oh my God, I'm outside and has a big panic attack and then like runs back inside. Uh, so Michelle definitely goes home. Naked. Yeah, definitely naked. Uh, so Michelle goes home and tells Lynn what happened. And Lynn wants to meet Damon. She wants to thank Damon for, for saving Michelle from this dog attack. Uh, so they go around the next day and apparently Lynn's like, yeah, this guy's great. He's brilliant. I love him. You could... Michelle, he's like, I approve of this relationship, whatever this may be. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, like she whatever this may be. Whatever this may be. She oh. absolutely loves him. And then just as they're leaving, he, he shouts Michelle and says, Michelle, I've contacted one of those people about my agoraphobia. I'm going to a meeting next week. And he has like a little pamphlet in his hand. And that's the last we ever see of him. He's all better now. He's all better. <laughs> and that, that's a nice little way to end. Yeah, it? I don't mind that. The right do, they have a, do they have agoraphobic meetings? Is that a thing? I suppose it could be. Why not? I can't imagine many people attend, though. <laughs> 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 the, the only thing away from that being a good joke is the fact that you <laughs> absolutely pissed yourself before you even said it. <laughs> uh, I am funny sometimes. <laughs> T-shirt. Put that in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice little hint of storyline, isn't it? That's good. So, for one last time for Damon, Tim, I'm going to ask you first, pedo or no pedo? Well, I think if because they've properly closed this one off, I think not now. If they left it open at all, it's because he's a pedo. I'm saying no pedo. No pedo. Adam, pedo or no pedo? It gives me great pleasure to say no pedo. No pedo. Wow. Damon exonerated there, probably by the judge in Australia. <laughs> or the Australian equivalent. <laughs> 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 oh, I think that coffee's made me hyper. Oh dear, I'm just very funny today. I think that's what it is. 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I mean, there, there is there is a fair argument. Like he's saying, he's funny. He's finding himself funny. <laughs> this is true. It is true. Very true. So we'll move on to Posty Pete. Um, so Flick figures out that it was Tad and Paul sending letters because she gets stood up. She goes to meet on another date, uh, gets stood up. She goes to confront Posty Pete and he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he figures out, she figures out it's Tad and Paul. Um, so she absolutely goes mad at Tad and Paul, is refusing to speak to them both. Uh, and then when they're in the coffee shop, going, oh, fucking hell, Flick's gone mad at us. She's not our friend anymore. That's a bit shit, isn't it? Posty Pete comes into the coffee shop and has a fucking massive go at them as well. Um, so from that, Posty Pete goes round to see Flick and says, that's really shitty what your friends have done, uh, but you're really cool. Would you like to join my soccer team? So Flick joins the soccer mm. team. So there's apparently lots of little scenes in the Scully's house where Flick's just like trying to practice football in the background, but just being really shit at it. Uh, which is a shame that I haven't got to see because I, I imagine they've been quite funny. I imagine they played the little piano thing they do where he goes, do, 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 do. Like when they usually, usually they're that for Harold, but. You know what they what they do really well in Neighbours? They use like appropriate jingle music <laughs> at the right parts. <laughs> so they, they are really good at that. Um, so she goes to practice, soccer practice, and she's terrible. She's really, really bad. Lynn and Job and everyone, like all the family go to see her and they're like, fucking hell, she's terrible. Why the fuck is she trying to do this? Uh, <laughs> she also gets warned off by the other girls as well. Apparently all the other girls on the soccer team come up to her and are like, we know why you're here. We know you want Posty Pete. Back the fuck off, pretty much. Uh, she's a bit sinister. Uh, so she's getting a bit bullied by these other girls. So, but Posty Pete's like, ah, oh, don't worry. There's a big soccer social coming. Would you like to come to it? And she's like, yeah, I'd fucking love to come to that. And she's dead excited. And she's talking to Steph. She's trying to borrow some dresses off Steph or something. She's really excited about this, this soccer social. Um, so there's a, another storyline that comes in at this point. Oh, just a little mini story. So Joe Scully's been worried about money recently, hence why he's doing the, the Ubering job. Uh, because he's not been paid for some big job he did a while back. So they've been, so like just to keep the bills ticking over and stuff, he's been doing the Ubering. Uh, but eventually he gets this check in the post one day. So he's like, fucking brilliant. Let's all go out for a big slap up meal. Oh no, let's go celebrate. So they uh, so Flick gets a new dress and then she's gonna wear it to this meal and then she's gonna wear it to the social. They go out to this meal, but guess who's there? It's Posty P with his wife. With his dick out. Posty P has a wife. Flick can't believe it. She's fucking devastated. She runs out of the restaurant crying. And that's the end of that storyline. We never she see runs out crying. Yeah. She actually wanted some pedo dick. <laughs> Apparently so, yeah. Now that's how this all started, because she likes Posty Pete. So yeah, he has a wife that he didn't just, tell her just about. Wanna, just want to point out as well, as I said a bit ago, I, like an example's come up, so I'll, I'll come back to it. Not sure whether to use the word judge, but perfectly happy to call it Ubering about three times. <laughs> 
fucking 20 years before Uber's even invented. <laughs> no, I imagine Joe Scully was at the found foundation of Uber. To <sighs> <laughs> <Chew> Adam. <sighs> so yeah. Allergic to bullshit. So he lied to Flick about his wife. Uh, so Adam, I'm going to ask you this did time. He, what, right. Did he lie to anyone about his wife or did he nope. just not tell a girl who clearly was too young and he wasn't interested in that he was married because it was none of her business? Well, she would have spotted a wedding ring, right? Possibly. Thrown you there. No, possibly. 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 Well, just take a, take a couple of seconds to consider. And then, Adam, I'm going to ask you the question for the final time. Posty Pete, pedo or no pedo? How old was his wife? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I didn't know. I didn't know it. Well, obviously, legal enough to get married. Not if he's got her in from, like, the Philippines or something. <sighs> <laughs> got her in. <laughs> get him in, don't you? Yeah. Do we know exactly how old Flick was at this point? Because I feel like this might be crucial. No, we don't it's know. One those, it's one of those grey areas, isn't it? Because nah, there's this country, and then there's other countries, and then there's Holly Valance. So, and all postmen, uh, they've got a little bit of a pedo leaning. Right, you so. know what I'm going to do? All postmen have got a pedo leaning. <laughs> Where's <laughs> that statement come from? Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? the dogs don't like them. I'm going to say this on the very last pedo watch. I'm going to pose... Uh, the question to to you, our host here, Tim, pedo or non pedo? <laughs> because I am worried at this stage. I don't know. He was already looking for legal loopholes there, wasn't he? He, he said Holly Valance is a loophole. He said postmen are loopholes. He works in a bookshop. <laughs> I don't know, but then he's just he's just slated postmen all around the world. I say, and they've all got a pedo leaning. True. <laughs> and does that extend to like delivery people and, and all yeah, that, that kind of like, stuff as well? Yeah, is that like DPD, Amazon, all the all the big ones? You know, Parcel Force. Are they tune in postmen? next week when we do a deep dive into the pedophilia ring in all of the world's delivery services? Wow, maybe that could be the first of my true crime podcast. <laughs> deep delve into our delivery drivers pedos oh. just go around with the microphone just interviewing anyone who's who's a delivery driver of some kind they've already got the van haven't they I've got the van <laughs> they've got, the, they got the tools and the, and the means but have they got the will find out next week how, how would you sum up pedo watch then do you think it was a successful uh, sojourn into the um that sort of area for us. What it's do you think? It's a true crime podcast. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not saying true to, to, I can't even say it myself. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we will look very fondly back on this segment. Uh, it's, to me, it's, it's been the highlight the jingle, of yeah. three. <laughs> uh, and you know, you know what I think, though? I think when you least expect it and when you need it the most, Pedo Watch will return. Oh, that was Pedo Watch, everyone. <laughs> Pedo Watch.
so that was the pedo watch segment and <laughs> and that also brings us an end to uh the segment that was in that segment which was story time with jk so tim adam thank you that was story time with jk It's story time with JK. We're back. We're, we're back out of Inception now. You're going to be a, playing back-to-back jingles until we get out of jingles, yeah. all the segments <laughs> that we're in. No, we're back. We're awake now. Have you got your totem with you just to make sure that you're awake? Uh, this is my cup of coffee. This is my totem right here. What's yours? What's yours? I, What's I got my totem right here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, so we've we've not managed to talk about this week, but we'll do that now, shall we? Uh, oh God, it's still going. There's really not that much happening. <coughs> it was only 14 minutes long, and it was only yeah, one was episode. I thought there was a lot going on in it, though. Yeah. Now, to be fair, like you, to, when you get dropped in in like a little bit in the future, and you know things are different, things have changed. It's it's always quite nice. You know, it feels like there's some storyline progression, which is always nice as well. Uh, so should we start with... Uh, oh, Tess. I think we'll start with Tess. Uh, so do you, you might not remember. Do you remember Daniel, who she went dancing with that time before Brendan lost his shit and threw the flowers on the floor and then drove like a maniac and nearly killed Libby and Steph? Well, mate Dan- her mate Daniel, her teacher mate Daniel, who teaches at Erisborough High as well, apparently, uh, has moved in with Tess, which is uh, just as friends. Just as, mm-hmm. what, what is it, though? It's raising eyebrows around the street. Uh, because, yeah, Brendan's only been dead about six weeks at this point, I think they say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, okay. moved another, she's moved another bloke in. And then, again, she's insisting it's just friends, but I don't know if Daniel's seen it that way. Because they're sat in the kitchen and he's talking about his dream. He's talking about his ex. And he's t- and then she's like, all right, well, your next girlfriend, what's your dream girl? Who would it be? And he just basically describes Tess. Uh, so, yeah. Amateur. I think he's catching feels. Uh, but she's the one who asks him to describe it. And when a girl says that, they 99% of the time want you to describe them, right? Even if they're not interested, they want you to find them attractive so i think she's doing him a, a little bit here i don't know the the, pro, the the problem i've got with these two is they're both very attractive but they do look like brother and sister <laughs> <laughs> i always think that if you see someone who's like blonde with someone who's blonde brother and sister same if you're ginger brother and sister <laughs> blame the weasleys whatever <laughs> don't get it as much with like like brunette or something like that. Maybe it's because I've got dark hair. Maybe I don't know. Um, but I just, <laughs> it's, I think it's more noticeable. What do you think? Yeah, I always see like, do you ever see those old couples who've both got grey hair and you're like, yeah, brother and sister, definitely. No, <laughs> no, they're fucking old. <laughs> That's how age works. I, will, I couldn't tell when you started that if that you were doing a joke, but then when you finished, I thought it doesn't mean that. It means that, that because they've both got grey hair. <laughs> I understood that maybe they didn't always have grey hair, or maybe it's just the ravages of age have got the better of them. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and also Daniel is trying to invite Tess to 
some footy fundraiser. He's like, oh, I need a date for it. You just come along as my date. Not like that kind of date, but, you know, as a date. And she's like, uh, I don't know. And then the way to convince her is just like, there's going to be loads of fit football players there. And they're doing one, they're doing that thing, that cliche that happens in every single TV show, but I've never seen it happen in real life. Never. Never happens in real life. They're auctioning off dates with the football players. I've never seen this happen in real life. Tim, have you ever? You're, you're fuming, aren't you? You're like, fucking hell, I've, I've yeah, never been I'm... able to go to one of these things. Yeah, I want to either be auctioned or be able to bid on people. <laughs> <laughs> I want the experience of both, please. But they just don't happen in real life, yet it's a fucking TV trope. See, Join I a football team them. and suggest it. <laughs> I'm worried that he's going to start trying to buy people from his daughter's football team. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. I've got a question for you. <laughs> JK, Peter or no Peter? <laughs> when you say though, like you want to experience it from both sides, I immediately imagine, you know, in Taken, when it's like the dark room and there's all the seedy old like billionaires, I imagine you like one of them as that like it goes up like naked attraction and there's just somebody there and you're like sipping like your quadruple vodka, just throwing money at them, just hoping hoping that you can take one of them home on your yacht. <laughs> what would you... So imagine you you said as well, you would like to be auctioned off. I cannot think of anything worse. But you genuinely would look quite like... Oh, yeah, definitely. That. I want to know how much I'm worth. I want to know... I want to know definitively how much someone would pay for me. Would it... Would you... <laughs> Just, uh, just, just think just think of the state of the person who pay, who pays <laughs> a lot of money for you. You're, you're, you're sat there, just look like you've, there's a spotlight in your eyes. You can't see the audience. You're just seeing the money go up and up and up. And you're like, oh, God, fucking hell, I'm, I'm the shit here. And then you have to go on the date. Well, I would be interested to see what, you, what you're offering. Because you get up, obviously, you'll be well turned out. I imagine wearing a waistcoat. What what um, can they expect from uh, this date with JK? Because it is just a date. It, that's all. No sex has to change hands. Um, what um, <laughs> what uh, what can they expect from a date with you? An evening with JK. What does it involve? That could be your your Netflix special. An evening with JK. With no sex. <laughs> no sex changing hands. No sex change hands. I don't know, kind of what's the point of a date if there's no sex can change hands? Whoa! <laughs> You're an horrible bastard. And a married horrible bastard. Well, yeah. No. Well, Tim, you, you posed the question, who's, who's buying this shit? Somebody has. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put a lot of, me, lot of money towards a visa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening what? to this podcast, so... Fucking hell. What are you what's what are you bringing on this date? What can they expect? They're spending their hard-earned cash. Go on. Where are you taking them? A nice little, yeah, a nice dinner. Obviously, I know some good places, and you know, I'm in the biz, as they say. Straight oh. away, he's trying to get like his work discount. Fuck <laughs> yeah, I know, I you know, I know some big players in the industry. So yeah, I've pulled some strings, get a nice place, nice restaurant, nice table. Uh, and then maybe a nice little cocktail bar afterwards. 
Why are you why are you trying so hard to impress this person? They they've spent the money. They just want to spend time. Oh, no, with no, him. they will be paying the bill as well. That that will be <laughs> <laughs> that will be made absolutely specific. That the bid is then it includes the uh, includes the, the the nice meal and the cocktails that I will be drinking afterwards. Uh, so, the, so basically, what what you're doing is you're taking yourself out for the night. Yeah, and well, they will just, just be there the, too. They get the privilege of being there. <laughs> Uh, what I'll do, I'll just make jokes all the time and just laugh at myself. <laughs> Maybe I'll play them an episode of the podcast as well. Well, like me and Tim are now on a date with you, to be honest with you, because that's all we get every fucking week. Without the fucking food, again. <laughs> Maybe just auction yourself off, then that can be the new thing. That's like, another Patreon tier, just a date with you. Put, put, put that on there, put a little... Um, Put it on the on the socials and then just auction yourself off. Yeah, I'll have to see what the highest Patreon tier is allowed. Yeah. Well, if, if if something's a quid, you might as well buy it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll see how much we can get for uh, how much. Uh, where's the highest one for Patreon? And then I'll see if I can get it higher. <laughs> I'll, I'll write to Patreon like this. <laughs> this seems too low. Gen- genuine question. Everything on the up and up. Um, your wife knows about it. Everything's fine. Nothing like that. What's the minimum amount a Patreon subscriber, whatever it's called, would have to pay to just have dinner with you? To go to go to a restaurant and everything you just said, they're not even going to talk. You'll just do all the talking, tell the jokes, laugh at yourself. Fucking hell. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. <laughs> what, what's the minimum that they'd have to pay? To do all that, just to, to go on a go on a date, but they know that it's not a date date. A date with the host of sorts. Oof. Exactly. Okay, so a night of my time. How much is that worth? Uh, five hundred quid. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, quid. it's modest and arrogant all at the same time. It, <laughs> I, I don't really <laughs> don't know what to do with that. There was no right or wrong there. Whatever he said. No, was there's fine. not. Just, yeah, 500 quid's worth it. I was okay. expecting him to go like, oh, a few grand or something like that, but no, he went 500 pounds. My time is worth probably, what, two hours-ish? Not even that. 250 pounds an hour, that's how much I'm worth. No, I reckon you got to do a longer shift than that. you got to go out Yeah, it's going to be four or five hours there, so 100 quid an hour. You know okay. what I'd get for, for four hours, though? I, instead of getting a date with you, I'd get a photographer just to take some <laughs> fucking pictures. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'll throw the photography in as well for free. So they can have a nice little memento to say. say Fucking hell, dick pics are priceless, aren't they? No, you just need the zoom on the lens. That's what it is. I'm good. (laughs) So, yeah. Where did you just do that gesture? (laughs) (laughs) On the lens? On the lens. It didn't look like a lens. I put my hand up near my eye for the people not watching the video podcast, which is right. I think now you've got to at least put it on, put it on, I'd put it on the Twitter, put it on £500 or best offer for a date with the host of sorts. Yeah, not a problem at all. New Patreon's here. He's making a note, guys. It's happening. It's happening. Then when Peyton goes, all right, as as a laugh, I'll do it. Me and you, I'd get a third each. Yeah. Even though it's going into my bank account. (laughs) 
But it, but on the day you do have to do like a video, uh, a vlog of the day. Definitely, and put that on. That'll be good. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, uh, yeah, Tess, potential new love interest. So early after after Brendan's tragic demise. Uh, so yeah, uh, should we move on to? Oh, let's talk about Joel and D. Talk about because this has been festering in the background for a while this storyline but we just don't talk about it like it's been in multiple episodes but we just it's just shit so we haven't talked about it but Joel and Dee are massively on the rocks constantly having arguments uh so I had to do a bit of digging don't worry it's not uh, it's not another story time don't worry just a little bit of background info so Dee's ex-boyfriend has showed up a guy called Max uh but Dee kind of never really broke up with him he just kind of went off traveling and she was just, yeah, she never kind of said it was over. So he's come back and he's kind of thinking they'll pick up from where they left off. Uh, Joel's not happy about this situation, obviously. Uh, but then Joel's been away for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, just probably for storyline purposes. Uh, and then while he was away, Dee had kissed Max. Dee has told Joel about this. And he's, Joel's quite forgiven about this. To be honest, he's like, I don't care. It's fine. It is what it is. Uh, but Dee doesn't seem to want to let it go. And she's she doesn't understand why he's being so uh, understanding about it. So that sparks another argument. They play the comedy music during this argument. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why. So maybe it's they don't always like, get the jingles right. They're both being stubborn, aren't they? Like, she's saying I've apologised already. She, he's saying that, like, you're supposed to think of them as, like, this couple of, that are just going back and forth again and again kind of thing. So it has got that little... I like that I liked that they put the comedy music on it as well, because I didn't... When they do that, you think, oh, this is just a little side story. It's not that important. If they put, like, a really serious, sinister jingle towards it, it would have killed the whole sort of vibe <laughs> of the storyline and, and made and made me not really be interested. Um, but I thought they played it really well here. And I think that's what they've done on this episode. They've got, like... It's, the, it's like of the couples in it, so they've got... Tess and Dan, and they're like, oh, are they going to get together? Then you've got Dee and Joel who are like, oh, they're rowing a bit. Are they going to stay together? And then you've got Drew and Libby, who at the moment, you'll get to it, I'm sure, not in a good place at all. So I think yeah. they're trying to do it. It's quite a clever episode where they're doing three different sort yeah. of stages of coupledom. Well, that is a nice little segue into the next story that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is the Libby-Drew-Steph love triangle at this point, I'd say. So, uh, Bucky again, Drew. Yeah. So, Drew and Libby are done. She's told Drew she doesn't want to marry him. That's it. They're done. Completely done. Uh, so, Steph has been there a lot for Drew quite recently. Uh, like, inviting him out, inviting him to, around to the pub, inviting him around to the house for dinner and stuff, uh, just to keep his spirits up, really. But Drew's starting to lose it a little bit. He's growing a beard. He's a very nice beard. I do like it. Looks brilliant. It does look fucking great, that beard. Uh, but again, a little bit of background. Uh, so Drew has been kind of losing it a little bit. He's been sleeping in a lot. So I think it was I think it was Carl who had booked in an MOT or the Australian equivalent of an MOT. <laughs> and uh, but Drew had slept in, so he's like, "Oh fuck!" And Carl's like, "Well, I've got to get work. I've got to get the surgery." So Drew tells him to leave the the key under the tire, which is quite a classic thing, I think. Uh, is this a neighbours thing or sorry an Australian thing the classic I, know, I think it's a worldwide Australian thing 
It's a bit of a worldwide thing, I think. I've seen a couple of films where they, they check underneath the tyre, kind of like on the, the roof. Films are real as well, so... Um, yeah. Uh, so to leave the key there, but someone sees him, do, do does that, nicks his car, and it's got Libby's laptop in the back, in the boot as well, with all her, with all her work on. Because Libby's home. She's out of hospital. She's back home, and she's determined to, to get back into the swing of it, doing the investigative reporting. Um, don't know, maybe she started a true crime podcast, who knows? Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, so Drew feels pretty bad about this. Uh, so he gives Carl a check to pay for the, the laptop and the damage and everything and insurance. Uh, no, because apparently he was insured for the theft, but not the theft, not the, the things inside his car. So he's given him a check, but Carl's not cashed it. He's like, I don't want it. Uh, but he didn't want to hurt Drew's feelings. So he just kind of like, well, I'm just going to keep all the check. Uh, but Libby finds out about this and goes fucking mad. Uh, she's been really weird since this accident. Yeah, she has. Uh, she's determined to be miserable, I think. Some people are just kind of like that, aren't they? Just just want to be fucking miserable all the time. And... All right, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just have to find fault with everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she's just gone mad at Drew, and she's got one. Well, she's gone mad at Carl and Susan for for keeping it away. She's like, "Why are you going when you're going to stop treating me like a kid?" And that's how the episode ends. So yeah, Drew and Livy in a really bad place. I can't see it. I can't see any way back for him. And uh, yeah, Steph's obviously massively in love at this point. Apparently, both Lynn and Joe have found have figured it out already. Uh, apparently, uh, Drew came round to watch the soccer with Joe one night and they fix something together on the front in the, in the front room or the Australian equivalent, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame. I would have loved to have seen that scene. Drew and that Joe Scully, drinking beers and fixing shit. That's a t-shirt there, isn't it? Drinking beers, fixing shit. Yeah. It's a good that one. Is a, that is a great t-shirt. Maybe uh, you could do some sort of home improvement beer brewing podcast. Oh, do you know what? I spoke. Oh no, shit. That was my own fault. <laughs> So, uh, on from my uh, my brewery tour last week, uh, had a table in last night. Uh, just chatting away to him as I do because that's the majority of my job, just chatting shit. Yeah, they were there for their company, not yours, but fucking well done. <laughs> Ruin their night. Uh, Probably so, a date or an anniversary so, or some so, really bad news, but no, you fucking got involved. Well done. So, he was a home brewer. He's like, yeah, I'm like semi-professional home brewer now. No, no, you're not. No, no, no he said that. He started off brewer. on his own, but he's now, he's built a shed in his back garden, uh, which <laughs> currently he's got about 300 pints brewing, which he plans to sell. So uh, He's going to fucking blow up in a week and kill details, everyone within a mile. To, he's going to help me. He's going to point me in the right direction of the right gear to get and shit. What does that mean? Just like, he's, he's going to, he's, he's basically like an, he's basically like an angel investor at this point. He's just, He's, he's basically like Walter fucking White. <laughs> and I'm Jesse. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Beer bitch. And all that. Uh, so, yeah, the home brewing could be happening a lot sooner than we thought. Peyton's not happy about it, obviously. I imagine she's not happy full stop at the moment. <laughs> it's just one thing after another, isn't it? Yeah, whereas I'm absolutely living my best life. <laughs> 
Have you got a name for your your uh, beer yet? Uh, not yet, no. But I think before the name comes first. Ah, oh, that is true. That is true. To be fair, come on. Uh, I don't know. I'll think of one. Don't worry. Well, no, I'll be making lots of different beers. There'll be lots of different names. Yeah. Why just make one? Why make one when you don't know what you're fucking doing? <laughs> make fucking hundreds of them. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. That was uh, that was episode three thousand five hundred ninety-eight. Uh, wowzers! Yeah, I know wowzers indeed. Uh, so we we're, we're hurtling very quickly towards a season finale here. Uh, well, it, it's up to, I'm going to give it to you two in the last two minutes. So we could do two more episodes this season, or one more episode. It's completely up to you. Wait, so there, there is an option of less. Fucking hell, Tim. I don't know. You 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 wait so long and you you wish for something so much when it comes. You don't you don't know what to say. So we're going for season finale next week then. How many episodes have got to watch for this? Three episodes. Fuck. Three in one. Three in one, yeah. But then it's a season finale. Uh yeah, should we do it? It's I'll tell you what the episodes are. And then you'll text me again in about a week and ask me what they are. Uh, it's episodes. Again, it's a little bit of a time jump. Uh, it's 3,669 through to 71. Three episodes. But this kind of, it kind of aligns with the the way the, the season in Australia used to go. Because they'd always do like a season finale before Christmas and then take like two months off. And Let's fucking do it. Um, let's you, do you, it. You spoke it up. Let, let's do it. Yeah, it's fine let's by me. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, the pedo watch has just ended, so it's the right time to wrap up season three. Uh, so yeah, I think it's go. the right time to wrap up season three and also to wrap up this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. So on that note, uh, I want to thank you, Tim. And I want to thank Very you, Adam. <laughs> we have uh, watched some good frames. Good, good friends. No, we don't watch friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a friends podcast. People might listen to that. We've watched some good friends and you've been good neighbours. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>